Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joined now by Jason Cole, my old friend from the uh, Sun Sentinel down there in South Florida. Longtime NFL writer, now writes for Outkick.com. Also a Hall of Fame voter on Twitter. At Jason Cole 62. Jason joins me now. So, Jason, I was saying earlier that I don't think being a sports fan, you don't get promised titles. What you get promised is moments. Like my beloved Buffalo Bills have never won me a title, or they've never mm-hmm. won themselves a title. But you right. get moments. Now, you couldn't have predicted that one yesterday, but there are moments that sports delivers. And that's, I mean, that's, that's why, what, what did we say, Jeffrey, 96 of the top 100 rated TV shows last year were sports. 92. Like, 90, 92. Mm-hmm. Um, 75 the year before. Yeah. Yep. Your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, that's, look, these are all touchstones of youth, right? There are things that remind you of the past and make you happy, right? Yeah. That's, um, you know, that, that's what sports is about. That's what the purpose of sports is, right? It's to remind you of some glorious moment of the past and some feel-good thing that happened. And yeah, yesterday is is pretty darn is pretty darn impressive. You know, everything that was included in it. So yeah, if you're a Bills fan, even if you're just an NFL fan, right. that was pretty cool. I I, I, I guess that's one of those days ago. I remember that. I remember right. where I was. I remember where I was sitting. I remember to this day the catch um, from Joe Montana to right. Dwight Clark. Right. I was sitting in my dorm room in college and watching it. And at the time, I hated it because I was a Rams fan at the time. And then the funny part is the Rams left town and I didn't care about the Rams anymore. <laughs> and I, you know, I literally, literally, I don't care about the Rams. I don't, like, I don't pay attention to them at all. Because they just they left town. That's interesting. Even when, a, when, a school, when a when a when a team lose, leaves town, I do wonder. Like there are a lot of Raiders fans who continue to be Raiders fans, but I think sure. they were more brand rather than location. Anyway, maybe it's interesting when the Braves left Buffalo. I don't give a flip. I just turn off immediately. Immediately, turn yeah, off. Turn like, that I, off. Yeah. No, I, I think it's I think it's different for different people. Um, and so yeah, I I, I think. There are. I'm, I'm living out in San Jose right now, and um, you know this is the home of a lot of Raider fans. So I run into a lot of people who still wear Raiders gear, but they'll tell you, yeah, their friends don't watch anymore. But the Raiders is really, you know, it's a family recognition, and you know, very in a large proportion of it, it's you know, it's minority fan base. You know, it's a lot of Hispanic Raider fans, a lot of black. 
Raider fans because they embraced minor, the, the minorities of the East Bay. So that was their team, and they hold on to that quite Tom, a bit. Tom Flores sure. and, yeah, all of that. Well, it's, it's just, I mean, look, the East Bay, you know, Oakland is primarily right. black city at the time, and black and now Hispanic, so they've held they've held on to that. That's interesting. And so that's their, that's their tradition. Um, now, I've also seen a lot of pushback that this was overwrought, and that it doesn't change the fact that the NFL is a cruel machine. I'm not sure why anyone would expect it to change anything. I will say the fact that the fact that um, that he's on a split contract, and now they're going to pay him in full. But if it he blown if he blown out his knee, he would not have been played in full. He would have been placed on injured reserve, and then he gets less money. That seems unconscionable. No. Split contracts have existed for forever, um, and they're a, it's a split contracts are a matter of are you a good enough player to negotiate a non-split? Right. He's a sixth-round draft pick. He doesn't have any leverage. Most rookies don't have any leverage. The injury rate is very high in this sport, and you need to take that money and pay other people to replace those guys. This is the justification from, from ownership. And so, you can call it unconscionable. It's it's pretty normal. You even see it happen in baseball quite a bit now. Um, it's it's just the way the sport is run, right? Yeah, to, um, to chase to chase your dreams. So I, you know, look, I, I hear this criticism of the NFL and people who I, I always find it humorous because people who don't pay attention to how the collective bargaining agreement and how contracts are negotiated like to weigh in on, oh, they should do this and they should do that. Well, players don't have any leverage. They pretty much take whatever right. they can get unless they were ever willing to strike, and they've never really had an appetite right. to and have as, a real yeah, strike. As my producer Jeffrey points out, if this was the highest priority for the uh, for the players' union, they could negotiate away split contracts, but it's not there. It doesn't yeah. seem to be the highest priority. All right, did, were, you, were, you, uh, were you okay with what the NFL did in terms of – um, their compromise going forward with who's the number one seed and the play in the neutral if it comes to that and all of that? Yeah, I was fine with it because I knew they weren't going to play the game pretty much immediately. You know, I thought the fact that they waited till what, Friday to announce it was a little absurd. Right. You know, they were never going to sandwich that game in anywhere. Um, you know, it, was, it wouldn't be healthy for right. the teams themselves or for the season. You know, you don't delay the playoffs like that. So, uh, and the networks didn't want to do that. They they have a schedule that they want right. to stick to in terms of, of getting the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with it. It wasn't going to be easy for anybody. And everybody was going to have something that they were going to complain about, right? And so I thought the league was in a no-win situation. But once you have to cancel that game, um, this is inevitable. There's going to be some, there's going to be some compromise that people are going to be unhappy with. I will say, in an accidental way, I think that the NFL may hit on something that they like, which is neutral site championship, championship games. games. Where do we think that's, it's going to be played? Do we have any more information about where it's going to be played? Someone turned it down. Who turned it down? Indy turned it down. Uh, Indy turned it down, yeah. Indy, Indy turned it down, is that right? Yeah. Indy I, th- I think also Detroit is apparently laying new turf, and so I think they're ter- they they turned it down as well. It seemed, Vegas said they'd take it. Yeah, Vegas would do it, and I mean that's 
that would be a, a that would be a magical event for the NFL. You know, bringing in more tourists to Vegas and uh, that that whole scene. So uh, look, it may turn itself into an accidental moneymaker. And let me also say, do I think, think some of this was overwrought and you know the celebration uh-huh. essentially of Demar? I, I thought some of it was not altogether tasteful, but. Well, I mean, the, the stuff the Steelers did was certainly not tasteful. They're mocking a CPR as a sack celebration? No, that was not tasteful. I don't know if they're mocking it. I thought they were saluting it, but I don't know. It's, I see. It's, it's up to it's it's up to everybody's um, Taste, interpretation. Right. Yeah, I see. And, they and, were they were saluting the people who do CPR as a celebrating yeah. the CPR givers of the world. I guess that's a nice way to look at it. Okay. I mean, I think that's the way they're looking. Yeah, I, I don't that's think they made mock CPR. Right. CPR. Right. No, right. That's, that's a bit absurd. So. Right. Okay, I'm I'm with you there. Um, uh, is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? He sure looked like it last night. Like if you read people's body language in their face, you know, like, you know, I go back to Monday night when I saw when I saw Josh Allen's face on TV. I was like, that kid might be dead. Right. You know, like that's that's when I saw it because I've never seen that look on somebody's face on a football field, and they look and Josh Allen looks so scared. When you read Aaron Rodgers' face, it sure looked like I'm done with this. But Aaron Rodgers is you know, persnickety. And, you know. <laughs> I mean, he certainly just, is, you know, isn't he? Yeah, he is certainly persnickety. Yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's he. I mean, he'll go off and do some meditation in the hills of Malibu and come to some decision, and and it'll all be somebody else's fault for, you know, interpreting what he says, that he might have wanted to retire. When I mean, and the other side of this is he's making a lot of money playing football. That's, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't care how much, you know, transcendentalism you're into, um, $50 million is $50 million. Um, the, uh, Lovey Smith went out with a bang, didn't he? Yeah. Lose the number one overall pick, which really and actually then get fired. Matter. Yes. What? Yeah. Because you've got three quarterbacks on the board who are worth taking, right? So you don't get your first choice of it, but I'm sure that the, the owner who's not the brightest bulb in the, in the, in the drawer, um, thought that was a bad thing. I, you know, here's my thing. I'm not sure I would want to have, have Lovey Smith take a number one pick at quarterback and then try to train him. Okay, that's that's highly questionable. He didn't do a great job with Jameis Winston. Didn't do a great job with um, Rex Grossman. Didn't do a great job with Jay Cutler. Right? Um, none of those guys ever really panned out. Um, you know, Cutler got into the playoffs in Chicago. You know, Grossman got to it to a Super Bowl, but certainly only had one decent season. So, if you're saying, does this guy know how to groom a quarterback to be a franchise guy? The answer is generally no. Um, that said, the look of you know firing coaches in back-to-back years is not a good one, right? And you know, you know, one and done guys back-to-back year doesn't speak to a continuity or that you know what you're doing as an well, owner. It's, it's also, by the way, two African-American 
number one guy, uh, guys and who get one. Yeah, well, yeah. That's part. That's part. I mean, but I will say this for you know, I, I never thought David Culley was particularly well prepared to be a head coach to begin with, and Lovey Smith hasn't had a winning record, I think, in eight years. So, you know, Lovey's. I mean, and again, if you if you look at Lovey's track record with developing quarterbacks, you know, but. That speaks to the question of why did you hire, hire him, him in the first place? Right, either of them, then, if that's true. Right. Yes, right. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, there are other qualified African-American coaches who've developed quarterbacks. And if you know from the start that you're getting rid of Deshaun Watson, right, and you're going to go through this year to two-year process that drags out, that's going to be a huge distraction to the organization. Um, you know, have some foresight to decide, okay, we're going to hire somebody. We're going to ride through it. And that person is at the back side of this. This is going to be the person who's going to be picking their quarterback, right? Or ride through it with David Culley for the two years and, and don't make yourself look like you don't know what you're doing. I mean, this is, you know, this has uh, happened. I, I haven't done a lot of serious research, but, you know, the 49ers did this with um, Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. And then I think the 49ers also did it way back in the 70s. It doesn't happen very often. It just—it's a sign of not great leadership. Talking to Jason Cole, writes uh, about the NFL for Outkick.com and other enterprises on Twitter at Jason Cole sixty-two. Jason, um, what do you make of the Titans situation now? Um, is Rabel making all the decisions? It feels like it, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Look, they got to solve the quarterback situation because Tannehill's been, you know, bad for a couple of years now. And I never thought Tannehill was that great to begin with. I mean, I, I like him as a starter. I wouldn't want him on a big, huge contract. And if you're going to construct a team with him as the quarterback, it has to have a power running game like Derrick Henry. So you have to make a decision. What are you doing with Tannehill? Are you get him back healthy, and you're trying to take advantage of what you have left with Derrick Henry. Um, and develop, you know, the the young wide receiver. Um, I like the brand of football that Rabel plays because I think it is different than a lot of other teams in this league right now. Power football works because the the league has been non-power oriented for, for so long that it plays to Derrick Henry's strength. My question is how long is Derrick Henry going to last? And therefore, what do you also do at quarterback if you have a quarterback who is Derrick Henry dependent? As a play action, you know, as a play action thrower, do you then have to change the quarterback? And if you have to change the quarterback, you better be looking in this draft, um, you know, pretty seriously. So they have some major questions to sort through, and it seems like Vrabel is calling the shots. You know, the good thing is that you know they got the new stadium situation squared away, so they don't have to like try and fake it that they're they're that they're trying to win a championship just to get the public behind I them. Know. Right, they can do it. They can do it. Yeah, they, they, don't play, they don't have to play that game of of. Okay, we you know like Dallas when they were trying to get the vote passed, he went, you know Jerry Jones went and hired Bill Parcells um, to get everybody excited about the Cowboys for a couple of years, and then they got the vote passed, and then all of a sudden it's like within that, you know, Jerry Jones was pushing back on Bill Parcells and signing To and doing these other things. Uh, coaching carousel has uh, begun, and there are big names out there. Sean Payton is one. Sean McVay is another. Jim Harbaugh is another. Uh, what, mm-hmm. in, what intrigues you? Where are those guys going to land? 
You know, Harbaugh, it's funny. He does. He obviously does not want the Denver job because it's 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 hilarious to me how these how these games get played out, right? So, Sean Payton. The news that Sean Payton has agreed to interview with um, the Denver Broncos get, got broken on ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you know Sean Payton, he's not. He didn't leak that news out. Because the news would have gone to Jay Glazer, who he's buddies with, who he works with at Fox, right? Right. So that had to be planted by somebody with Denver, okay? Because I also know the agent, Don Yee. Don Yee doesn't really play the the leaking news game, okay? That's yeah. never been his, his forte. So that got leaked by somebody at Denver. Denver wanted, like, Jim Harbaugh to know that they're interviewing Sean Payton so that they can get... Jim Harbaugh excited about taking the job and nervous, right? Right. Meanwhile, Jim Harbaugh is forcing his way into an interview with Carolina, probably to drive up the price for either he goes back to Michigan and makes more money or gets more power and more money out of either Indianapolis or Denver, right? So, like, that's the gamesmanship that's going on. It's a really bad poker game, right? It's it's watching a bunch of amateurs try and, try and figure <laughs> out leverage. Um, and so yeah, that, that's, that's, I look, I like Harbaugh as a coach a lot. I like Sean Payton as a coach a lot. I think Sean Payton is going to be very picky about where he goes. And I don't think Denver is going to be the spot. Uh, who's the favorite in the NFC and who's the favorite in the AFC? Who do you like? Well, Philly, Philly's played the best from start to finish all season long. Right. And they avoid making mistakes and, you know, I want to see Jalen Hurts in big games because, obviously, in college, when he played in big games, he wasn't quite as good, right? Now, he's improved a lot as a player since he was in college, but they're they're clearly the favorite. Um, over on the other side, Cincinnati has an edge to them that's different, and it's Joe Burrow-related. Right. Like, he wants to just kill you. Um, and they're playing the best football in the AFC right now. Um you know, Buffalo has too many injuries on defense, so they're they're they lack consistency over there, and their running game doesn't doesn't do much for me. Kansas City is always right there, so it's one of those three. I would pick Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So Cincinnati and Philly, but I will say this for for Philly, the quarterback for San Francisco is one of the greatest stories I've ever seen, um, because the kid is he's five eleven, probably. 200 pounds tops. He's got an average arm. He's a rookie. Um, <laughs> he, you know, like this should. He not wasn't even good happened. in college, Jason. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't by any standards. You ask enough people, they're like, you know, his arm strength actually has improved since he was taken as Mr. Irrelevant, right? That kid processes. And Jeff, you and I covered Marino. Like, he processes the field as fast as veteran quarterbacks. Right. Like he processes what's going on and has a plan and, and you know, for what he wants to do on every play, even when the play breaks down, he is, has a preternatural ability. If we can use that word. Um, I've never that, used that, that word out loud. I've never said it. Good. Good. Work yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've written it, but never said it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he just he has an, this ungodly ability to get into the right plays, and 
he's surrounded by enough talent. This may be some stupid Hollywood script that plays out, and he gets into the Super Bowl. And it's magic, and it is exactly what we started talking talking about. One of those magical moments that you can never recreate, that you always remember and go, God, remember the year that Brock Purdy, just like the first year of Tom Brady. Like, where did that come from? Well, Jason, you're awfully gracious to join us. I really do appreciate it. You can read his stuff at OutKick.com and elsewhere. Follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. Thanks, Jason. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.